Time for you to shut up. Time for you to sit down. Paul is tired of being your sidekick, your henchman, your eager little clown. After everything I've done for you that I didn't ask for, do you have any idea the work you're undoing? After everything I've done for you that you didn't ask for Let's just say Greg isn't the only one you're screwing Wanna know all the things I've done for you? I broke into Josh's old high school and made copies of all his grades I bombed into Lourdes at Starbucks and suggested you be a bridesmaid I blackmailed Valencia's boss so now I control when she teaches That's right! Yoga class schedules. There's no limit to where my reach is. After everything I've done for you that you didn't ask for, God, will your lies never end? After everything I've done for you that you didn't ask for, the least you can do is be honest with your mother. I mean, friend. So what you're about to listen to is me and Kat listening to and playing back a voice memo uh, where they got pulled over by a police officer, by John Q. Law. Okay, bye. And I'm Kat Scott, and this is our steampunk to cyberpunk musical. And I'm Jace. So the idea is, it's a musical. It's a musical. Have I been pulled over? Oh my god. Are we in 80? Wait, no, it's going to... I'll keep it on record. <laughs> what? Yeah. A stupid sucky cop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, can, I have, can I have your license and registration? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, it always does, because they're like, mm, all right, well, I'm going to pause this uh, Joe Rogan experience. I'm going to stretch. Right. Bring that boat here, or you're going to go fast. Oh, I didn't realize. I'm so sorry. You're going to speak up. I didn't realize. I'm sorry. Did you see me when you passed me? No. I was in the middle lane, you were in the left lane, and you drove right by me. You were going pretty fast. Um, you didn't say hi. I have a but I have a sticker that says "Honk if you're horny" and you ignored it. Are you not horny? That's basically what happens here. Let me go back. Hold on. I was in the middle lane. You were in the left lane, and you drove right by me. I didn't see you. I'm sorry. What were you focused on then? If you weren't focused on me, I was focusing on driving and staying in my lane. Okay. You have your license, registration, insurance. We brain officer, we were brainstorming a musical. <laughs> officer, we were, officer, we were, we were, uh, we were, you know, bouncing the old idea ball around, you know. Do it. Oh wait, he says some more stupid shit. Hold on. Nothing, you know. Oh my god, that part. He goes, my favorite food is doo doo. <laughs> I love clapping my hands together like a seal. Uh, citizen, were you aware that I like to uh, pick my boogers and eat them? <laughs> we don't have a light bar or nothing that says something on the side of our car's leash or nothing, you know. I mean, 
Don't you see it? It says police. That's Italian for not go fast. It's almost like you're on your phone or something, you know? Because you're going to tell all your friends you got a ticket because you passed a police car. Good job, Papa. Okay. 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 Group chat could be popping off. I passed a police car. <laughs> and, I got and then the video game announcer was like, New lap record! <laughs> it was just the way he was like, The way don't, we don't have banner of, we don't... It says why on the side of a police car, not for nothing. That's, that's actual grammatical structure what you just did what he did was like I know I can't, together I can't deconstruct the human <laughs> sentence in the way that officer just did you and you were gonna and it was and you know and you weren't banner ban on the side of car for nothing for nothing white banner side of car nothing <laughs> white of car you know see he wants us to feel stupid for that and then he's like beep beep vroom vroom <laughs> beep beep vroom vroom you see <laughs> What are you gonna tell your friends that you didn't get in Game pass a car. Pass a pass a dang on dang I think you got pulled over by Boomhauer from TV's King of the Hill. Uh yeah. You dang old pass you tire tires on fire. Tires on fire goes her face. Dang. It was particularly camp because it was like before everyone was vaxxed and so it was twenty twenty one, like right on the crescent of people being fully vaxxed, and he was just like, like no mask, like spitting into our car. And I was just like, if we fucking get COVID from this situation, I swear to God. <laughs> now you're gonna get out of this car and give me a big ol' hug, okay? Because social distancing, I don't need, I don't need Doctor Fraudchi telling me not to hug people I pull over. I'm gonna do it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, cargo beep beep room fast. <laughs> Stop in the name of the law. <laughs> Car don't police say nothing. <laughs> huh? Yeah, what? Don't banner said we don't own that car for nothing. For nothing. Why don't you? Why don't you staff chat that? <laughs> Why don't you put that in your snap and your, chat it? Your ticket talks. <laughs> Got a big old ticket talk a ticket. <laughs> TikTok, you kids sound like a clock. You kids sound like <laughs> clock. It's all the same. You're on your phone or something. <laughs> don't be you kids in your phone. You were driving fast because pronouns. <laughs> And it was so embarrassing because it was like, if only we had said something brilliant. Driving fast, Lib Dem AOC. Huh? If only, if only this was our fucking tick tick boom or something where we're like, we have an idea, it's gonna be great. But instead, I'm like, I'm really tired, but I'm putting on my voice. And Jace is like, hey. And I was like, we're doing music, and it's the cyberpunk. And we we had just talked about it, and I was like, we should we should record that. Gotta throw that down. And we never talked about that musical again. Obviously, obviously we were not. Just, like, Traumatized by a cop, and we're like, yeah, we can't. I'll never speak of this. I'll not be. No, this is a cursed project. Okay. <laughs> Open IP for anybody, but I, I can't promise. Punk this cyberpunk. It is. A, it was a really fun idea when we were talking about it because we were listening to like new funk, like the like 
new funk and then like mm, yes. that sort of like post-modern jukebox like throwing it back anyway it was fun i mean it sounds great <laughs> <laughs> but it's yeah it's out of our hands so to our listeners let go and let god that's what i always <laughs> that's my new phrase i'm throwing her <laughs> oh we use that in my anonymous sober cult program is that true yeah it's like people needlepoint that shit let go and let god yeah i had no idea it was associated with that Mm-hmm. Do we was it originated there? Do we know, or is it just sort of? I don't know. Maybe it's Christian. They steal a lot of shit from like. I mean, that is definitely a Christian phrase. Like that is yeah. Let go and let God. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking that Jesus take the wheel ass sentence. Well, God is in Jesus other is my religion. airbag. <laughs> There's God in other religions though. True, but that is that. That is not phrased in a Jewish or Buddhist sort of way. That is, like, very mm. American Christian um, associated. Like, that, that, is, that is put in the simple, rudimentary, cop, white on side of car for nothing sort of <laughs> phrasing way that one would find, like, let go and let God, I have only heard in, like, a southern accent as being offered while I was being offered delicious cookies from the mm-hmm. Lord. You know, like that is that is that is absolutely the the one two phraseology of that. Got it. Yeah, we we have a few of those, which it feels fun to kind of uh, re repurpose them and absolutely reclaim and reappropriate. And you know, uh, sometimes religion can be an important part of one's uh, recovery. You know, yeah. A lot well, of people... we, it's not religious. But we... That's fair enough. But, you know. Yeah. But it does have God in it. Yeah. But God is in everything, it's you know? Not, that's that's yeah. what I'm always saying. That's what, It's not a religion because you get to choose your own God and your own understanding of God. Or you don't have to believe in God. But the phrasing often includes it because it's in the... the Steps you take to be in the indeterminate number of steps <laughs> could be any number of steps really. Uh, nobody knows how many steps there are. No, like could assign some random number like a to baker's it. Like a dozen. Yeah, so. something like that. Yeah, I think I think steps of recovery are essentially cheaper by the dozen. It's yeah, something like that. I love my myself some Steve Martin. You know what else I love? Crazy ex-girlfriend. Wow. Yeah, I was trying to work on, like, God, Father, father Bra. You, were, you, know, you I was, getting there. I was sort of formulating it in there, yeah. but honestly, Steve Martin, the most direct route through, <laughs> through most anything, I find. Um, we did see that. We went to that Steve Martin thing. That was a good movie. I would not have found that movie otherwise, like, by myself, and it was good. Steve Martin movie? Yeah, we went to that bar in, like, Park Slope. Yes! That's right! Uh, after after we saw Funk Rust Brass Band performing so in, in Prospect Park, my beloved Funk Rust Brass Band, then we, we briefly stopped by where they were showing two Steve Martin VHSs. You were there for part of All of Me with Lily Tomlin, right? Because yeah. that was the first one we kind of came in part of the I way through that one. part of all of it, yeah. Yeah, you were... It was... It was all of them, but, like, half of us, you know, I think, like, we, we came in probably about, like, 45 minutes before the end, and I enjoyed what I saw, and also, like, I've seen enough movies that I could kind of backfill, like, how we had gotten to this point. You know how a movie um, works. I, I've seen a movie or two, but it was followed up by a movie that I uh, deeply love, that I find very funny, The Man with Two Brains. 
which is an exceptionally funny Steve Martin comedy. I'll have to check that out. I do have the DVD of The Man with Two Brains. I can't believe he's creeping on 80. That's, like, so crazy to me. I know, but then you're like, oh, he was on, like, the first season of Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Like, the timeline checks out. But he's so youthful. Yeah. And he's, and he, you know, I haven't seen Only Murders in the Building, but, like, Sounds like he's still with it. Sounds like he's oh, still got yeah. it. Oh, yeah, he's good in it. He's definitely, he like, him The Hulu being, logo is bouncing around, so instead of podcasting, we could just watch Only Murders Light in the Building. <laughs> yeah. No, please, <laughs> please do not do that. Uh, yes. Uh, but this is, of course, Crazy X-Pod Friends, a podcast uh, where we work our way through uh, the finest musical comedy television program in uh, history, Crazy X-Girl friend uh the show is called crazy x pod friends not because we are ex friends but yep. because we used to have a podcast correct we still do yeah but we used to too yes yes <laughs> yes yes queen no longer friends yeah. this is the first time i tried to like chime in as like a hype man in your intro ed mcmanning me yeah <laughs> I don't know if it, I don't know if it's gonna. You're Ed McManning. You're Stokely Hathaway. We keep going with you folks know... that follow around and pump. Yeah, you know a lot of names, and I, <laughs> I did list two names, which is so many. <laughs> you listed some other names earlier though, and you're like, oh yeah, that person and that person is in that Michelle Trachtenberg. Yeah, I love so Michelle. Well, you know, I love to pull a Michelle Trachtenberg. Yeah, but then you like got the peripheral actors too, and you're like, oh, this, this, and this. And I'm like, I need to see faces. I'm a faces guy. Yeah, look, absolutely. Looking it up now uh, for a friend. Michelle Trachtenberg boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> for no reason, for no reason, for no reason. I wanted reason. to know if she had kids. That was my original question. No, I'm asking if she got a boy. Is Michelle Trachtenberg in a relationship? Is in a relationship with her talent agent, Jay Cohen. Don't love that. Jay, buddy. <laughs> Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> Apparently, this happened in 2020. I uh, do not, you know, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what Google is pulling from there. But uh, you know, if she's happy with talent agent Jay Cohen, then that's all I can wish for our former uh, Harriet the Spy. Yeah, our former, our former Harriet the Spy, and uh, of course the famous Georgina from TV's Gossip Girl. Uh, I am one of your hosts, TV's Kevin Lanigan, uh, and. I gave you, the listener, a UTI. Oh. Congratulations. Thank you. Oh, I see. Yeah. My dry I spell watched... is over. I gave the listener a UTI. I watched... <laughs> Those episodes were like big space between. I watched the sex one, like, immediately <laughs> after, like, immediately after watching what I had to watch, because I hadn't finished, we had a guest, and I think I didn't have time to finish yes. that episode. So I finished that episode, and then everything that you and that guest said made a lot more sense, and I agreed with it. <laughs> <In> retrospect. <laughs> when I went back and I listened to oh, the pod, yeah. which is my toxic trait, because this podcast ranked four <laughs> in top five podcasts and I've listened to. don't release a lot of episodes. <laughs> I don't listen to a lot of podcasts. Fair, fair, The fair. first three, I listened to too much of, and I'll name them now. It's Game of Roses, which is a cult. Um, cool. Around The Bachelor. It breaks everything down into game speak, like sports Ooh. game speak for how the players manipulate each other. Yeah. And how the producers manipulate. And then my second one was The Bald and the Beautiful, which are two drag queens. Uh, 
their podcast. And then the third is Las Culturistas, which is very big. And then Us. And then after that was Cover Story, which I think was about psychedelics. Oh, fun! Yeah. Uh, I do love Las Colch. That was a two-point... Hello? What's up? Hey, Kevin and I are recording a podcast right now. At this very moment. You want to accidentally be a guest on a podcast? Well, they were already a guest because we played the the cop (laughs) arrest story at the beginning. (laughs) What would you like to say to our fans now at the end of this uh, year? What do I have to say to the fans at the end of this year? That's right, because this is, you know, it's the final month. What was it? It's the final month. What do you got got for us? What do I got for y'all? Um, Words of wisdom to lead us into the new year? Uh, seasonal depression may kick your ass, but friends are eternal. Wow. Yeah, and that's true. And we love you. And I will text you yeah. while I'm podcasting. Yeehaw, have fun, y'all. Okay. Have a, a spicy episode. Okay. Always. Bye. Bye. That was a fun guest. That was a fun. That was a fun guest. <laughs> twice in one episode. That's amazing. I think we conjured them. I think. We... I that is truly like let go and let God, as I always say. Because I will say they never Facetime me. Have right. They, like I think one. No, I think I always initiate it. So Some I have actually will. no idea why they just Facetimed me. Yeah, I think it is a part of like straight male culture, which I'm tangibly a part of. That like Facetime is just not an element. No, but people don't I'm Facetime not... me, and I don't Facetime people. Yeah, but. Chase is a trans No, person, of course. And I am a non-binary person, and so we we aren't straight men. So I know. So I, okay. I, that was, that was a separate you, idea. Okay. So you but I'm like, I've, I can count on one hand the number of times I've <laughs> FaceTimed in my entire life. People don't want to see it. And here's a very well-timed uh, drop of the Monday Night Football theme. <laughs> Oh, I wouldn't recognize this, actually. If you played this, I'd be like, is this from Mario Kart? I'd be like... Aw, that'd be fucking sick. Can you imagine, like, you're dipping around, like, Toadstool Stadium or whatever, and, like, that theme is play? I would win every race if the Monday Night Football theme was, was, was happened to be played. Um, and this is this is what everyone uh, was expecting from their Crazy Ex-Girlfriend podcast. Also, um, Jace did a podcast with you, right? This is a plug to go back. Oh, and- yeah, go back to the archives on uh, advanced uh, community studies and advanced media studies, uh, a show that is essentially defunct at this point. <laughs> but you know what? It might come back. You never know. Uh, but the creative project that is consuming uh, every waking moment of my life uh, is a is a romantic comedy script. So sometimes I'm just not like thinking. I'm not thinking about podcasts right now, which you've been very helpful with. Of like, hey, we should record an episode. And I'm like, that's a good idea. We should do that actually. Yeah, yeah. Well, because I <laughs> am addicted to our own podcast, which is great. One of us toxic, has to be my toxic toxic trait. I do all the editing. You know, I take care of all that stuff, and it's just like once awesome. a month. It's like, hey. <laughs> Trying to put some, trying to put some rubber to the road, and I'm like, absolutely right. Yeah, I offer, but it's your, ultimately, it's your, it's your little, it's your little thing, and I let that. It's my little thing. And I let that be the case. Um, so the sex episode. I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're here. We're we're finishing season one. We're finishing. finishing. We're it. nice, nice, dude. <laughs> uh, we're finishing 2022 and season one of Crazy Ex Girlfriend, and. Uh, we're finishing in the in the sex kind in the sex way. Yes. Done. 
Yeah. You know when you're, you know, with a lover and you're like, I'm going to finish. Uh, yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> you say, like, finish? Oh, I guess. <laughs> Time to conclude. <laughs> Time to put a period on the end. I, maybe I've never said I'm going to finish. I've never, I've definitely <laughs> never said I'm going to finish. <laughs> Yeah, but finish for a while. Uh, decrescendo. <laughs> Denouement. Denouement. <laughs> the climax and then denouement. Mm-hmm. The denouement, that is aftercare. Yeah, the, de- the denouement is aftercare, afterglow. Of a plot. Yeah. If you have certain parts, you go to the bathroom because you don't want a UTI, as happens to Rebecca Bunch in this episode. Yeah. Have you ever had a UTI? Nope. Uh, I've been with partners who have. And uh, it sounds not fun. <laughs> I gave you, yes, I gave you a UTI. Uh, I've always thought that song was funny. I played it for that partner, not when they had a UTI, but they brought up UTIs basically every time we had sex. And I was finally like, I got to just like show you this song. They did not care for it. <laughs> they were not amused by the Aww. I gave you a UTI song. That's a bummer. Hey, ain't it? Uh, sorry of my romantic life. <laughs> bummers um but that's that's that that's the way the news goes uh, but in the, finally after the after the big uh, cliffhanger at the end of the previous episode after a whole season straight from the pilot straight from like you're smart and you're pretty and you're ignoring me so you're obviously my type greg and rebecca are getting it on after yeah. the, the disastrous uh taco festival uh date affair they're finally they're they're in this they're in the sex cocoon they're in that precious little bubble mm. where you start having sex with someone and you're doing it all the time yeah it's and so it's not built to last it cannot which is so frustrating and you know that and when it's happening you're like as an addict especially I'm like oh my god scarcity complex it's, like, <laughs> it's never gonna be like this again I gotta go for, like I gotta keep going like this I gotta chase it gotta chase it I know it's gonna end soon adds a lot of pressure. <laughs> I to that I say let go and let God. Um but uh, <laughs> But yeah, I mean it's that it's that it's that little window let and God finish all over you. <laughs> well, you know, they they say that God finished in seven days. <laughs> uh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and that's when God finished the animals of the earth. <laughs> That's when God finished the seas, finished the sun and the sky and the moon and the stars. Oh my God! <laughs> oh, Spotify should take us down. Spotify should pull this show. Uh, yeah, Not so. my fourth favorite podcast. <laughs> fourth favorite. If you want uh, more episodes, uh, Patreon.com/slash/TV'sKevin. That's the way that you give us some money. Uh, you'll start seeing some more if people go to patreon.com slash tv scale wow this is more like a live stream because now it's time to be real in the middle of the pod <laughs> this is the busiest <laughs> so i'll post uh, i'll post the be real Thank in the you. notes i've said that so many times and never never a single thing made it into the notes well never had it like <laughs> never followed up it's just like it is a dropped plot thread because like i'm not when i'm editing it i'm not gonna like not post it because i have to go like all right can you send me your be real from 12 1 22 <laughs> I, I mean i would like it i would feel like i'm participating in a way but I, I understand. Know. Make a note right now to, to send me that be real. 
I'll just text it to you. But I know that by texting it to you, that still doesn't mean that it's going to It's gone. It's in the ether. Uh, absolutely. But they're they're finally doing it. I really like the the songs in this episode. Yeah, can you um, remind me what the songs Well, there's... Uh, I gave you a UTI. And also, the delightful Oh My God, I Think I Like You. Uh, which is... I mean, who cannot... Who, who can't relate to... Oh, yeah. Oh My God, I Think I Catching feelings, as they say. That's uh, so annoying. Uh, yeah, it's really annoying. I, have cor- of course, have never been... Never had a, feelings. I've yeah. Been, yeah, I've never had feelings. <laughs> I'm a boy. I don't have feelings. Um, I've never, I have never been in a relationship that began, like, sex first into relationship. Do you know what I mean? That, that has never been my trajectory. Um, I catch feelings in the outside of sex way, uh, and then I am usually, uh, hurt because the other person does not catch those same feelings. Um, it's a, it's a fun little cycle that we go through, um, where I'm not even, like, getting railed on my kitchen floor, which is unfortunate. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> I I'm definitely more in the queer world of like setting intentions of of it just being casual and then it never It being never no. I finally have one good reference point of someone who is just for that That's and great. I'm glad that I have that. That's great. Because it makes me feel like... It is possible. It's possible. <laughs> it can be done. And I'm it's rounded. Like, and I am not here to, to, you know, knock down on anyone. If things work for you, I just... I look at people who are poly, and I'm like, this is built to fail. I date poly, and I don't... I don't know if it's built to fail. I have not seen a successful poly dynamic... That I like. Ah! Mm. But I do it anyway. That is not bad vibes. That is not uh, those classic SNL characters, the lovers, uh, as played by Will Ferrell and Rachel Dredge. I'm not sure I... Okay, well, throw on the love. Go to YouTube. <laughs> is it about being poly? Uh, yeah, from like 30 years ago or so. It's, uh, uh, they're, they're, uh, Will Ferrell puts on a big beard and they just, they're two people who love having sex with each other and love having sex with other people. And they keep calling each other, lover. Oh, my, my parents do quote that. I didn't know it was about, about poly people. Lava. Yeah, my, Lava. I, I know a lot of moms that quote that all the time. Which is so weird. Uh, yeah, I do. I mean, I tend to, no one asked, I tend to watch pornography that uh-huh. is, like uh-huh. okay, more uh-huh. than two people, um, and I enjoy that dynamic. So whether that's poly or just keeping things spicy and open in a structured way, uh, I'm open to join any listeners couple. Um, Amazing, unless you're really toxic. Um, and they listen to this podcast, so <laughs> so they're great. Um, yeah, I I like joining couples now um i feel like i'm good at vetting uh whether it's going to be a terrible situation or not but i think it really like helps me lean into my supporting character complex that i've been in <laughs> is being a third <laughs> like i think it really there helps could be me. no more supporting character <laughs> less activity yeah i think like that's definitely like i'm here for an episode um absolutely and, like, not much more than that, or I have, like, some kind of arc. Yeah. Uh, but I can leave for a few episodes. And so I, I, maybe that's just because things have 
also gone so terribly romantically for about a year. <laughs> That's where I am. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm also, I've wanted to be, I had like a hustler's fantasy, like I dated a few people who were sex workers and I wanted to get far enough in the relationship where they would like throw me in there and then we would like take double the money and like mm. like really amp it up but like I didn't really care about getting a cut I just wanted to like hustle <laughs> I just wanted to be a skewer I just wanted to like scheme. I don't love billiards but I want to hustle people I wanted billiards. to like yeah I wanted to like double team like fuck up some dude and yeah. then have him pay us I did like accidentally hustle at pool once really Yes. I am not good at pool. I don't play it regularly. I never have. But you had one good game. But I went to uh, Sarah Goldrainer's birthday party, which was at, like, a pool billiards hall uh, here in New York City. Uh, and I started playing billiards against these people, and I was like, I'm not very good. Like, I'm, I, I want everyone to know up front. We were playing, like, doubles. And I was like, listen, stranger who I am partners with, this is not going to go well, but we're here to have fun. And then I played the best game of pool of my entire life, and the guy opposite me did not let me forget it all night. He was so mad <laughs> that I had done really well at pool after that setup. He was like, you're fucking ugly. <laughs> And every time he saw me for the rest of the night, he went like pointed at me. Did you ever have to see him again? <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> I like that. That's a good scene. Thank you. I'd yeah, I should that. write that into something. Yeah. <laughs> My life is like a movie. Your life is like a movie. Well, as someone who's like currently writing like a romantic comedy, I'm like, Everything what is good. that if not like supplanting? Thoughts and scenes from my own life into a script. Totally, Do you know what I mean? Totally. It sounds really cathartic. It is really cathartic. And I've read, uh, yeah. I've read half of it, and it's really good, guys. Thank you. <laughs> we are we are in a heavy rewrite, but I really like the direction that the rewrite is going. I think this is this is a it's an ultimately a stronger piece now. I did stop because I was starting to be to feel moved, and <laughs> every time I would like make a quick comment, I'd be like, oh, I really love this character. Kevin would be like, oh, I cut that character. <laughs> Out. Gone. So I was like, I'm just going to wait. Yeah, this is quite a revision where I'm like, mm, these six pages, gone, bye. Down. Bye. Down. I know. Same. I mean, you know, I'm keeping the old version, so if people end up liking that one way more, I'm like, I guess, I guess we can go back. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need to. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, but I'm making it more personal. Anyway, that's not something the listeners are going to be able to see for uh, a few years, uh, conservatively. Um, but, uh, yeah, this, I, I like that we're catching feelings. And then we're, we're at the same time we're doing, we're trying to advance the Rebecca Paula relationship, which has worked in one particular way for this first season. And it's been very fun. And the capers and the schemes have all been very, very good. But uh, much like... Uh, for Rebecca's behavior, I think the show, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, also needs to push past this one idea that has run the entire season. You know, the the, the pursuit of Josh, as, as we've talked about in episodes past, like, we're kind of hitting the end point of, of material that yeah. we can use to run on that, you know? Yeah. Is this the... Is this the episode where... It's the pie-making one. Does she do her little roses turn, like, with the lights behind her? No, that's the that's the next, the next one, the finale one. Really Once good. Rebecca... Because Rebecca enters the hospital uh, at the right. end of this one. Yes. Right. 
uh, because her her uh, UTI, and then the the crazy doctor uh, played by her, her uh, Rachel Bloom's real life husband Dan Greger, oh, I uh, the stand up comedy husband who's <laughs> who's just just doing the worst like doctor material uh, you you've ever heard. It's great, and uh, yes, as as the UTI goes to her brain, and she wakes up and it's like fucking Paula and Josh and Greg are all there. Uh, and it's just, that's the nightmare, and she she tries to go back to sleep, as I would, as any of us would. Yeah. How many times in your life would you say you have pretended to be asleep to get out of a situation? Mm. <laughs> well, when I was straight, definitely more. More. <laughs> so it be asleep to get out of, like, discussing with, like, a male partner, do you think? Is that what you're saying? Anything related to dating boys. Um, there were many times where Better I played, to sleep. <laughs> I played possum many a time. Also, when I was drunk, I would play possum when I would get, like, socially anxious or I would hear people shit-talking or if I just wanted to hear some drama that I knew people otherwise wouldn't be saying around me. Um, I think I've done it around adults a lot, too. I think as a kid, I tried to pretend I was asleep a lot. I was definitely, like, during sleepovers and stuff, like talk, 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 and then, like, the parents would come in because we had been talking so loud, and I would go... Oh, the honk shoe method. <laughs> Foolproof. Classic. You cannot deny the honk shoe. I did a lot of honk shoes, yeah. Absolutely. I vividly remember This one. kid snoring like... Me, 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 me. Yeah, and I really thought I was getting away with something. Um, yeah, but I used to play dead a lot. I don't anymore... Uh, you face your problem. Because <laughs> I, I don't do little lies, as we've talked about. You hate little schemes. You hate little lies. I don't hate little... I like to watch other people do them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I personally can't anymore, which is frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? How many... I would say... I mean, you know, I don't have, like, a specific list of examples off the top of my head, but certainly, yes, I have, I have uh, faked being asleep or continue... Like, it's usually I have been asleep and pretend to still be asleep because something is happening in my vicinity that I don't uh, uh, want to be perceived as being a part of. Uh, but I I am famously just like a, sh- a fucking shitty sleeper. I do not get to sleep. Um, oh. Which is it's, it's a lifelong thing of like, sometimes I, I often don't want to go to bed, but uh, I am I am very uh, uh, hard at falling asleep. Mm. It's the worst. I'm the thing I'm worst at <laughs> is falling asleep. Like, Even as a kid, like long car trips across states. Yeah. As like a baby, I'm just not asleep, mm. uh, and I would be so damn fussy, and I'm very fussy to this day <laughs> because I do not get enough sleep. That explains the fuss. Uh, I'm so fussy. I'm I'm, I'm tired. I just like I don't. I don't go to bed. Sometimes I really want to, and it's just not going to happen. Uh, or, you know, there's so many uh, things that I want to experience in this life that, like, where does where does falling asleep get me? It's a lot of content, too. So much content to be consumed and made, uh, and I can't do that when I'm asleep. Yeah. I do wonder how you consume so much content, and it makes a lot of sense that there's less sleep in the picture than for me not doing a lot of sleeping and i uh do not like look at phone so you can consume a lot more content when you don't look at phone do you know what i mean yeah that's true i consume like no tiktoks even though now i have the app on my phone i haven't touched it in like a week 
Because it yells at me, and I don't like it. <laughs> it yells at you. It yells. It's so loud. That's true, actually. There is kind of a... And I'm almost always, like, wearing headphones. Like, if I'm on my own, I'm listening to, like, music or a podcast or something. And I'm like, well, let me see what's going on on TikTok. And then someone is like, adult thing is hard! <laughs> and, like, the worst song you've ever heard plays. And I'm like, I... I why? I've never... Why do I do this? Why did I get on this app? Yeah. I'm sorry. I spilled a little water on your on your dang carpet. But it's water. It is water. Okay, yeah, you're fine. All right. Bring <laughs> that. Get in the way. <laughs> no trouble for me. My <laughs> <laughs> cat's done being mad over that I spilled water. Um, yeah. Do you have any other thoughts about this episode? Uh, I guess not. Uh, this is the, you know, Josh has to sort of reevaluate and, uh, uh, essentially learn the lesson of stop fucking around with this other person like you have a girlfriend of 15 years. Like, you're being weird, let it go. Yeah. Uh, which, of course, a lesson he learns and sticks to. <laughs> he, he does not fall back into anything unfortunate after that, of course. How are they together for 15? How old are they? Uh, on, on this show, they're about, like, you're my age, and they got together in high school. Oh, okay. So he, okay. So he got with her, like, shortly after. Yeah, they were high school sweethearts. Uh, and, uh, and they've been, uh, together. Yeah, I guess, like, right after, I imagine, the, the theater camp summer, uh, yeah. with him and Rebecca, I guess he, he gets with Valencia, and he, it's a real, it's a real good luck Chuck, uh, kind of situation. Anyway, uh, good episode, but right, we slide essentially right into the finale from there, uh, where, where Paula's had enough after, after every, all the effort that she's put into, uh, Rebecca and Josh, for, uh, Rebecca to just flush that away, she's not happy about it, and she's so mad about it that she sings a dang song. It's a beautiful villain song. I really like this this number. Yeah. Um, and I love the 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 light and you know Paula in the background. I love the brassy. And it's you know Donalyn Champlin does not get a ton of songs for her uh, for herself. Yeah. Uh, she's obviously a part of a lot of group numbers or participating in a lot of things, but like she's maybe only had like one or two other songs this entire season. Uh, and she's got pipes. She can bring it. Um, so it's, it's really great when she gets, like, a full showcase number for herself. Yeah, it was awesome. And it felt very, like, referential to, like, the big diva song of lots of... Absolutely. Rose's Turn and Roxy Hard and all of that. Yeah, very Chicago in, like, staging, you know, with the black and the big sign and the, and the dance. And then there's, like, there's a little bit of, like patter in there that felt very like Sondheim-y to me mm-hmm. um I I I should take more notes for this show uh, so I can remember like what I'm trying to to talk about but there's these little moments where she's like you know like and I'm yeah. like mm, I feel Steven in this yeah um because what is writing musical theater if not ripping off Sondheim like a little bit like a little bit it was funny to see him... In Glass Onion? Yeah. Spoilers. Uh, it's a tiny cameo very early it's in at the, the movie. Beginning. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was really funny. And I don't even know if he had... Once I realized it was him, I think he had done... He There were no more lines. He had like a line oh, no. or two, yeah. Yeah, and I missed it, so I have to go back. You gotta go back. Well, when it drops on Netflix and, uh, you know, like the 23rd or whatever. Oh, it's dropping this month? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, they gave us like a little like a little lead, and then uh, White Noise also having its limited theatrical run before it goes to Netflix, and uh, 
Bardo. We're all excited about Bardo uh, doing the same thing. Netflix chooses a few movies every year to like throw in theaters like a month before they go on Netflix, essentially to just qualify for Academy Awards. Okay. Because you still have to play, even for just like a weekend, in a movie theater on in New York or L.A. to qualify for an Oscar. Gotcha. That's still part of it. Okay. Even though, like, if they left Glass Onion in theaters, they could make a lot of money. So they should just leave it in theaters. That's an interesting model. Like, because Glass Onion... And unsuccessful. Because <laughs> Glass Onion is a lot of money to make, so if you're not making it back by releasing yes. it in theaters, like, what are you... You're actually losing a lot of money, as we've seen with every streaming service. They are all loss leaders. None of them are making money. They are hemorrhaging money, especially when they're making, like, big, big budget things like Glass Onion, uh, which was an, a very expensive movie, part of, like, a $400 million deal, you know, to make Glass Onion and, and whatever Knives Out 3 ends up being called. Oh, cool. And, you know, that's part of a $400 million deal. Uh, and, and they are not seeing any direct profit off of that. All they can hope is that people keep subscribing to Netflix, but of course it's because, because of the way these systems are built. It's not enough to retain your subscriber number. You need to constantly be growing. What we're discovering is that there is a cap on every one of these services, and all the services have a different sized cap, but there's a cap. Uh, and there's only so much you can do. And, and restricting the ability to share passwords is not going to... It's a, it's a false idea that everyone who is borrowing a password for Netflix would pay for their own Netflix. You know, it's like, I, I was borrowing your Disney Plus for mm -hmm. a while, mm -hmm. but I think you canceled your Disney Plus. I'm not going to start paying for my own Disney Plus. That yeah. just means I'm not watching Disney Plus anymore. Yeah, I think I have a back, back alleyway of you watching Disney Plus, It's but it's... It's a little. It's much for longer. now. It's not important because okay. my roommate has his family Disney gotcha. Plus in the living room. Yeah. So we're good. Okay. We're clear. I can cool. watch the one thing a year I want to watch on Disney Plus. Yeah, I had like one altruistic friend moment of someone who like is a friend I haven't hung out with like that much, but I yeah. gifted um my streaming passwords, and then it got kind of messy because then mom was like, seriously, you can't let anybody have these new passwords, and I was like. Okay, and so I tried to let this one person have it, and then it did the verification thing over and over, and then mom was like, who's trying to log in? And they had to be like, sorry, it's figured out, because I can't lie, so I had to can't find lie. a way. It's against the rules. You're a Jim Carrey liar liar. <laughs> I had to find a way yeah. to be like, I figured it out. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, yes, I see, because you were like, it was my problem, me. I couldn't say, like... I see, I caught on to it. Yeah, I couldn't was. say, like... It, I, my friend was logging in. You're like, no. So uh, I just had to say, I figured it out. Thank you. Sorry about that. Nice. Yeah. That, was, that was a good clever. That was yeah. a good, that was a good, that was a good really, scheme. That was a good really, little scheme. Yeah, you get really clever when you feel like you find ways to Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> saying it without saying it. Absolutely. Yeah, which is really, I know the same thing. I know, but. Yeah, but like, is it? Exactly. But is it? Is it really? And also, like, you know, lying has different interpretations. Like, if you listen to the movie Liar Liar with Jim Carrey, that movie's interpretation of lying is you have to say every single thought that pops into your head out loud. Whoa. Which is not my definition of lying, personally. No, it's not mine either. Uh, but that is that is the... if I mean, if you follow Tom Shady Axe Liar Liar, that is the definition of lying. Huh. 
I feel like I'm back at the episode in my brain. Good. I feel like... Um, we have one episode. I don't really remember... Oh my god, I think I like you as much. So I think because I watched the episodes apart, uh-huh. and they were episodes that kind of bleed right into each other. It really feels like a two-parter, you Yeah, know? Um, I feel like maybe I... Because we're all right into the wedding here. We're all right into Jaima's wedding. Uh, the crazy, like, Cheesecake Factory, like, mix of aesthetics that, that was this really wedding. funny. So that's what I was going to say, is, like, I feel like they kind of, like, rushed uh, Rebecca, like, really, really liking Greg. But I think they did a good job of being, like, no, Rebecca really, really likes the idea of Greg and always wanted a wedding and always wanted a fairy tale. Yes. And the whole, like, enchanted thing. And this whole episode is her realizing that, like, Greg cannot be who she wants or needs him to be. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Or at least, like, right now he is incapable of doing that. And you can't, like so many tragically straight women before Rebecca Bunch, realizing that, like, these guys are not going to be who you desire them to be. And that's never going to happen. And you can either abandon those expectations or... uh, uh, It is the curse of being straight to, like, essentially try to find love with people that you don't like very much. (laughs) Sounds really hard. Sounds really hard. Couldn't be me. Tried it. (laughs) Didn't care for it. (laughs) It's not my cup of Tried tea. Tried it. You know, it's like the... The... Mm-hmm. Shit. Mm-hmm. That, the shit. The, the, the little green stuff that tastes like soap. Inside Ooh. the shit. The, the little, like, when corn's stuck in your poop. Ooh. But it's green. What little green. The, what is the stuff that some people like and stuck, other when people you eat think foam like and it comes soap. out as... as Okay, in your poop. <laughs> green... Are you talking about um, cilantro? Yes! <laughs> I was so fixated on poop, I didn't actually hear what you were saying, but yeah, now I get it. Oh, Christ, what an episode. My brain is, <laughs> my brain is fried. There's this one fucking, like, job that we rotate throughout the week in my department, and Thursday is my day to do this, like, shitty little task, and it, I just, every Thursday, I, my brain just does not want to function after, like, having to do this. That's fair. Uh, but I don't want to do it. I don't know. Should I call out of work tomorrow? Because, yeah. like, I'm tired and a video game I like is coming out. Yeah. Like, is that, is that yeah. what I'm going to do? Work on my rom-com a little bit, but also play this video game. I don't... I am... Team, I have some days off and I only have, a, I only have a month left. I'm team call out all the time whenever you can. If you have the days. Yeah. I'm using them. Do it. Yeah, all it all it means is just like I won't get paid for not using that day at the end of the year, and you know what? That's a sacrifice I'm willing to make. Yeah, because Marvel's Midnight Suns is dropping <laughs> <laughs> a little strategy game about uh, X Men. Anyway, it was funny when I texted you. I was like, Ant Man looks sexy, and you just went, "What?" <laughs> I didn't get it. What was Ant Man? <laughs> there was in... a trailer for Ant Man at Glass Onion, oh. and I was watching it, and I didn't realize that's what I was watching. And then I was like, "This is kind of sexy." And then I realized it was like, "Bomb, bomb, bomb, bomb." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, it's one of these." Bomb, bomb. <laughs> Do you? Wah, 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 wah. Wah, wah. You are doing, like, a great approximation of, like, every Marvel movie <laughs> trailer, though. Like, that's really good. Like, unless it's, like, a Guardians movie where they put, like, a fun, like, old song under it, you've got them all. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's also pause, like, and yeah. then the, like, the, the, like, retraction of a womp. It's like an mm-hmm. inverted womp. Mm-hmm. Womp. Womp. Yeah. 
Uh, it sucks and it's annoying and it gives me a headache. Uh, do you remember how like the first Ant-Man is like kind of a delightful little family comedy? I vaguely remember it. It's like a little, it's just about a little family. It's about a guy who gets really small. And then for like the third Ant-Man, it's like, he goes to (laughs) the quantum realm and meets the bad guy for the next nine Avengers movies. And I'm like, I I can't watch these fucking things anymore. I hate this so much. It was called like Quantum. Quantumania. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Fucking Christ. Uh, They did just drop the first trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. And I went, okay, this is the last one of these I'll watch. Mm. This is, I can just put a stamp on it and we're done. (laughs) And that's nice. Yeah, Closure is what we call I it. I think it, who's directing it? James Gunn. Okay. Who I like, who is the only peop- person in either of these like superhero companies who I'm like, this guy gets it. Mm-hmm. This guy gets like what is good about superhero comic books uh, and doesn't think he's like better than, ma- than the material so doesn't have to make a bunch of jokes like, what's your name? Dr. Octopus? <laughs> you know, like that fucking shit that I hate so much. Mm. Yeah. I never read comic books, so it's it's a learning curve to, like, write out the, the tone and the choices. And then back to Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Of course. <laughs> Where they talk about a different Disney property, a fake princess movie that they made up. That was really funny, that they were, like, combining, like, Cinderella, Enchanted, and yeah. Aladdin. And, like, only... They were... And they could, like, only reference they couldn't like reference that that was the movie but they could reference a lot like they were like the concept right because they were the fucking magic carpets they were definitely Uh, in the writer's room constantly on the phone with their entertainment lawyers being like what can we say (laughs) it was so clear in the text and like in the aesthetic of like what are we allowed to say what are we not allowed to say and after, like, uh, uh, one of Rachel Bloom's, like, most successful YouTube videos was, like, an animated Disney princess, like, parody music video. Oh, I don't remember that. Um, it was called, like, Realistic Disney Princesses, or, you know, some one of those uh, clickbaity titles. And essentially she's doing the, the bell... Uh, you know, like da 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 like that song when they're going around the town, but it's like what an actual medieval town would be like. So there's like shit everywhere. Like you know, you get it, you get the joke. Yeah. Um, like Belle and and like and like Belle, but it was like oh, if she was living in like actual medieval conditions mm. in like a small French village. Got it. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway. Uh, but yeah, so it's so it's nice to see that little career move come come full circle. Greg just completely shit in the bed here. This You've is what I never remember. seen a man shit the bed so hard. Yeah, I this is what I remembered from Greg in my before I knew that I was an addict and before I knew that I wasn't straight. This this is this was one of the seeds for me. It was this huge mm. embarrassing <laughs> alcoholic <laughs> bottom. That just kind of fell apart. And yeah. you're just kind of like, why don't you get it together? Like, why don't... Why can't you why just, like... Why can't you do it? Do it for her. You know, like, if nothing else, like... Yeah. Let this person that you like have, like, a nice time. Like, why do you have to drag everybody down with you? And as much as, again, we've discussed many times that I imprinted on Greg, like a baby duck or a Twilight werewolf, um, this is like, everything I try not to be in a partnership. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. I and I can be, like, a, a, a nasty fuck at times. You know what I mean? Like, I can be, like, really surly. 
but I try, I'm really trying not to be, you know, I'm trying to be like, no, this is cute at this wedding. I cry at weddings also. Aww. Like every time. That's cute. I love love. I love love too. I cried at my friend's wedding and then unfortunately, I don't think he's a listener. Unfortunately, shortly after going to his wedding, I started having sex dreams about him and now Oops. I'm like weird around him. Oh, um, and I think it's because I got to see this, like, vulnerable side of him at his own wedding where he was marrying someone of a very long time. This is very Sopranos of you. <laughs> I love it. This is very Sopranos having sex dreams about your therapist because it's the only person you've ever opened up to emotionally that in your whole life. Yeah, yeah. I was actually thinking about that, that today about I don't think, and I don't want to jinx it, but I don't think I've had a sex dream about my therapist i've had very honk shoe, honk shoe. <laughs> i've had very uh weird like my therapist being witness to strange sexual behavior somehow is in the room when things happen but i don't think i've ever had sex you're in a comedically contrived situation and then your therapist walks in and you're like it's not what it looks like yeah or like how did i get here wait why am I? Why are you here? Why are you? What? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um. So it sounds sounds good. Uh. You know, there's a there's a there's a good, uh, fight between Josh and Valencia in this episode. You know, because you know yeah. Josh puts out the thing is like I'm going to propose. It's time for me to commit. But, you just gotta give me some time. Let me do it in my own way. Um. And then Valencia, of course, does her little schemes to to try and get the. I didn't think the, this one was a big deal. I didn't. I was. I was. You don't think like what the the fight was a big deal. What I like about the fight is that I see. I like. I absolutely understand both characters' perspectives. Yeah. On events. Yeah, I think I just like knew that Josh. Josh didn't realize that he wasn't ready. Yes. And was postponing, so I get. But it was misplaced anger. I think with her, like. It made, I don't know, it made sense what she was doing. I, it just reminds me of, like, all the fucking reality TV shows that I watch, <laughs> like, Love is Blind and stuff, where it's, like, or the ultimatum, where you're, like, just what is it about getting the ring out? Like, just break up with me if you're really not going to do that. Like, if you're just going to be in this sort of, like, gray area forever with me where you're not actually, like, you love me, but, like, you do you. Like, you do, but, like, not in the... In, that much like yeah. that area i don't know yeah the singer right she's a disney princess oh is she is that who so. that is i think so her appearance her her presence in this episode has always suggested to me that i'm supposed to know who this is without yeah. my ever knowing who this is i think she's a disney i can't remember which disney princess she is, is that jasmine it would make sense if it was jasmine hey is that jasmine so my first thought was ariel um that would make sense and I don't remember what Belle looks like, because these are all people who were, like, baddies in the 90s, but I, I don't know who they are now. No offense to the Disney princesses listening. To Sorry to this man! <laughs> I don't know why I have so much social anxiety that, like, very specific people are going to listen to the podcast. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have no sense of if anyone has ever listened to it. And I'll never let you in. On that fact, because I don't even know. I, I again, let go and let God. I don't look at the, <laughs> the stats of this. Uh, it's Leah Salonga. Uh, of course, was Mulan and Mulan. Oh. Mulan from TV's Mulan. Also was Jasmine in Aladdin. Boom. All star. Yeah, slay baby. Slay. Yeah. Also was Fontaine in some version of Les Mis. 
do you hear the people sing, <laughs> singing the songs of angry men? Um, oh, the what? 25th anniversary concert oh. is where she played uh, Fontaine. That's probably where our 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 boy from the wrestling musical also. Yes, Ramin Karimloo, uh, who's I've decided to commit that name to memory, much like David Hull, who plays White Josh who we spent so many months not referring to by his Christian name. And then we saw him in person. And then I was like, I got, I'm got. i going to learn this guy's name. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and I, I have since learned his name. His name is David Hull. Uh, but yes, Ramin uh, Karimloo, who we saw in the last match, a pro-rock wrestler, a, 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 a pro-wrestling rock musical? Was that no, the it's, full... It's pro-rock. It's pro rock. It's right. not anti rock. It's pro rock. It's a pro rock wrestling. It's, pro, it's a prog rock musical. <laughs> most insufferable concept ever imagined uh, by by man. Uh, but yes, we did see uh, Broadway's Ramin Karimloo do a superplex off the top rope. It was so hot. It, oh, he's he was so. It, he's he's hot. so. Well, uh, I'll say it. He's hot. I think I'm like so so sapphic leaning, like so <laughs> fun leaning, and then that. I mean, there's been a lot that in therapy recently about about men about being, being confusingly attracted to men but Rumi yeah he was definitely absolutely an apex figure in my November absolutely. grappling of that there's also something that like no one has pointed out to me until this point but um I, I saw Town very recently oh cool and uh Reeve Carney of course playing Orpheus oh he's still going uh he's still going and Patrick Page Still going as Hades. Hot. No, so hot. Um, but, Literally. <laughs> but also, they are the original Peter Parker and Green Goblin from Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. Shut up. No. Yes. That's crazy. I'm reading the book about the production of Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark right now. There's a book? There's a book uh, cool. written by the the writer of the musical of Love like that. his firsthand account. It's really good. It's really, really I've checked out an ebook from my local library. Um, it's it's really good. It's really entertaining. If you like backstage showbizy Broadway yeah. stuff, absolutely. Birdman. Uh, yeah, Birdman. But like, it's way better than Birdman. Uh, you heard it here. <laughs> you heard it. Uh, way better than Birdman. One of my least favorite movies of oh, all time. I remember really liking uh, Birdman. I'm happy for you. But I also, that's circling back to, I can do without Ed Norton. I can... Yeah, you've said that. He's good. I said it in my little review. Mm-hmm. And I'm He's good. good, unfortunately. He's good. And I get why they use him. Yes, he is, he's, he's allegedly like a pain in the ass. He's specifically him. But like, if he's a pain in the ass, there are so many people who do the things that he does. For sure. Exactly like how he does. For sure. And he's good at it, but I think they just pick it because he's There was people. a period in your and my youth in the 90s. It was like we were looking at this guy like he was the next De Niro. Do you know, mm-hmm. like he just had this string of incredible roles all throughout the 90s. And we're like, this is the guy. What do you think happened? Uh, he uh, continued to be a pain in the ass. He chose less and less interesting projects. And eventually that all stacked up. And it was, it was um, you know, because he, he, he runs throughout the 90s with shit like Primal Fear and, of course, like Fight Club and American History oh, wait, X. Oh, you can't talk. Oh, of course. I'm sorry. Uh, yes. Uh, but, but, you know, all of that, like, he's just, he goes on this, like, Cinderella fucking run. Then he's in um, 25th Hour, Spike Lee, which is, like, 
the definitive like post 9-11 movie and after that it's just like he kind of has this he becomes kind of too much of a pain in the ass like people stop seeing it as being worth it and he starts doing like the italian job and things I like that the italian, uh, the italian job is a good movie I, but he yes. hated being in it it's like a contractual obligation but the real killer the real killer. He did kind of phone that one in. He kind of phoned that one in because he did not want to be there. Um, but the but the, honestly, the career killer, if I'm thinking about it, was 2008's The Incredible Hulk. Definitely. Um, the second Marvel Cinematic Universe movie that, was the that he was the, the star in. That is a giant piece of shit movie. That's People a, that's a, actively try to erase him being in that. And absolutely. They replaced him for the Avengers. Like, they are, we are not dealing with this and edward norton was like a huge pain he was like rewriting the script he was like going on and on I'm about sorry, all this but mark ruffalo is the obvious better choice for anything like that like made hulk sexy in this 21st century make the hulk sexy that was the, that was the trick all along that we had been well, we had shrek and we needed something to kind of like <laughs> even sexier than shrek if you can imagine <laughs> if you can believe it um, yes. Uh, but anyway, I like the fight that Valencia and Josh had. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and as, as we've watched Greg fucking shit the bed all episode, we watched Rebecca fucking fumble the ball oh, on the 99-yard line. Oh, Why did I put the Monday Night Football view away? <laughs> it's so... <laughs> Josh, I moved here for you. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, God. But I actually didn't expect, even though I've seen it, I guess I forgot. Like, he was, like, obsessed this episode with her. He had it bad. He was down bad for Rebecca. So I was I was kind of shook that, that he, that that was, that was too much for him. I, I was like, you've seen her do the absolute craziest shit. And you still haven't figured that part out. Like, why he, is that the thing? Yeah, he does... In order for this show to work, you do just have to uh, believe in your heart of hearts that Joshua Felix Chan is the dumbest man alive. Yeah. He can never put two and two together. <laughs> He's incapable. Yeah, which is a good way to write a character. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Very sympathetic character that I can relate to. The also, dumbest man in existence. It's easy to like get really wacky with plots. If it's you're just gonna have like a Homer Simpson, and there was that scene with uh, Josh Chan and Father Bra where he's like, "Police car, white paint sign, pass on left. <laughs> Tell your friends about it." <laughs> yeah, <sighs> I um. Woo! <laughs> Any concluding thoughts on the season uh, of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend before we go see Bones and All? Yeah, Josh got that shirt off real quick. Like, on the like hood of the car, like, oh, they, shirt off. Yeah, I was surprised by that. I was kind of wondering where are they having... Se- and then the Are way, they going to fuck on the hood? And then the way that he was sort of, like, rolling his body seems like he was having sex with her, but then her dress was, like, all the way down. So then I was no, like, they were they were not fucking on the... But like, in that mo- shot. Yeah, but his motions but he were was as there. if, we so I was a little confused. And then... Um, He's doing a little preemptive dry hump. <laughs> Warm everybody up. Warming up the hips. With that dry, dry hump. Um... I forgot hoverboards were such a thing. Ah, they funny. were such a thing. That was fun. That was fun. If my, if my best man came out and did that, I would love them all for life. If I didn't already, because they were my best men. Yeah. 
I think it was interesting that Rebecca just, like, ran away with the fantasy. My last thoughts are, what is your deepest and darkest romantic fantasy? Like, what is your most embarrassing? Like, you don't tell anybody, <laughs> but you're going to tell everyone on this pod. Uh, Actually, I, that's not fair, because I have told many people what mine is. So it doesn't it doesn't need to be... SeaWorld. What? Kissing in front of Shamu at SeaWorld. Do you want to kiss in No, you! <laughs> I would love if that was yours, though. That's so fucked up. <laughs> I want Shamu to be jealous I'm making out with a hot chick in front of this thing. Have you seen Blackfin? No. Okay, if you've seen Blackfin... Blackfish. Blackfish. Yeah, if you've seen... Like, I haven't seen Blackfish. I know SeaWorld is fucked up. I know SeaWorld is like a bad place. It's really fucked up. I've though. known, like, most of my life. Yeah, but I didn't realize the extent. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I don't really need to. <laughs> I don't really need to kiss a seat. Did you just pull that? Is that a reference to something? Nope. <laughs> that was just your first thought. Yeah. Was he Mac in front of me? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um. No. What do you have? Do you have like a like what? She I don't. I don't have like what Rebecca has. Okay. I am generally, I think, a very romantic. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a soft boy. I love love. I love being in. A passionate, affectionate relationship. You know, like the only the only thing I've gotten out of Hinge was this one kind of like go on a few dates situation. But I had to listen to myself and be like, I'm not excited about this. Yeah. And I know myself, and I should be excited. And if yeah. I'm not excited, I need to just like leave this this situation. Um, I don't have a like number one fantasy like that. I really don't. Okay. Mine is a I have a wedding Pinterest board. Yeah, and it it's funny to see because I don't think I've changed it. So there was, like, when I was, like, a straight high schooler. And it's, <laughs> and to today, you can, like, scroll. The, it gets really gay, obviously. And the outfits get more androgynous and interesting. And I feel mm. like the, the vibe is a little more um, tasteful because... <laughs> The deeper you go into it, the more it's like a man and a woman and a Gryffindor theme. <laughs> like, oh boy! There's like definitely a well, lot. You gotta of, keep the Gryffindor. There's definitely a lot of Harry Potter themed. Um, you know, there are four kinds of kid: brave, smart, evil, and other. <laughs> I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna name the houses. Um, there are four types of child. <laughs> I was brave. Um, <laughs> I'm so brave. I was I was always put in the brave camp, and I think that's just because I was like I had outward childhood trauma. I'm so literally like, looking at a note on your door where someone is calling you brave. That's, that's just true. That's a lifelong uh, uh, trait of yours. Cat, I love you so much. So proud. You are so brave. All caps. And then also your medical bills are in here. <laughs> <laughs> and also keep it simple, slut. <laughs> Those are my affirmations <laughs> on my duct-taped wall whiteboard. <laughs> You're so brave. Yeah. In high school, you won most brave. Yeah. That was your yearbook senior superlative. No, it, it's actually more intimidating, and I don't wow. think Wow, I won about it. most likely to succeed, if that's what you're talking about. Mine was most likely to win an Oscar. Still time. People always say that. So scary. Okay. You can you can get a producer credit on all of my films, so that way, if I win Best Picture, you get to accept the award. <gasps> That'd be sick. That'd be you could win. 
I will ask you to do, like, a little work for that bargain. I believe that. <laughs> I will ask you to, like, move, do a couple tasks I'll, in exchange. I'll do a task. I'll, okay, do, I'll right. do a crafty... I'll do a um, script supervisor on a scene. Amazing. And you get a producer credit. <laughs> so, like, in the Kickstarter movie... You know how, like, a lot of film Kickstarters are like, you get a producer credit if you give us this much money. So, like, in theory, if a Kickstarter movie ever won Best Picture, some fucking Kickstarter donor would get to, like, do an Oscar acceptance Because they gave, like, Zach Braff $5,000 or whatever. I think... I think it's time. They, there should be a Kickstarter. Listener, give a lot of money to my eventual Kickstarter so that you can win an Oscar. I think it's funnier if, like, all 300 people who donated to the Kickstarter... Everyone gets a producer get credit. To, that's fu- that's get a funny to go bit. Up. That's yeah. a funny bit. Yeah. I like that. That's yeah. a funny bit. If everyone gets an Oscar. And, every, and they have to, like, wait till everybody has gotten on stage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And we, we, no one gets to give a speech. I'm going to take the microphone and we do the, like, that improv game where everyone says one word and then you go to the next person and they say the next word. Oh, and then yeah. they do. Something I would explicit, like to thank course. the butt. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to thank the butt. What do you think? <laughs> I would like to thank the butt. What do you think's gonna happen season two? I have no idea. I've never seen it. <laughs> um, I think we're gonna have to deal with the fallout of Rebecca's big revelation here. I think there will be some turbulence in the Rebecca and Josh relationship. Uh, I think Greg is gonna be around for a long, long time. Uh, I think really? he- I think Heather and Valencia are gonna have a lot more to do. We're very excited about it. Um. I don't know. Now I'm worried. I don't remember. I feel like Greg <laughs> does disappear, but I'm like, Greg's going to be sad, break up, and like okay. go to rehab, maybe. <laughs> I don't know what I'll say. We'll see. We'll see. Um, and that's what you missed on Glee. Glee! Do you know that Glee had like three writers, and they took turns writing episodes? That makes and a that lot of is sense. why... Glee has three distinctly different tones on an episode-by-episode basis. I think Alex told me that while it was being made, and I forgot. So you'd get a Glee that's like, you get a super silly one, like Acafellas. And then you'd get, like, literally the next week, you're like, why is this so melodramatic and saccharine? I just watched them do an adult male acapella group called Acafellas. And that's why. Hmm. That makes a lot of sense. It does make a lot of sense in retrospect. Yeah. Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, many writers, including Aline Broch McKenna, who directed this episode. Oh, cool. And Renee uh, Gube, who plays Father Bra, wrote this episode. I think this was a well-directed episode. It was really well done. It's a good finale. Oh, Father Bra wrote this episode? Mm-hmm. He's a writer on the show. He did a good job. He does a good job. Oh, that's fun. That's a fun role to write for yourself. I think so. That's, again, my ideal gig. Is like, yeah. I'm writing, and then I have this one little guy that I do. Yeah. And he's memorable, too. He's memorable. He's got great bits. He's, like, He funny. calls Josh a little bitch. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. That'll be fun to kind of... To chart that. To watch There that. are a couple other writer-performers on the show, besides, obviously... Uh, Rachel Bloom, but uh, they're fun. To, they're fun to chart. Uh, anyway, this has been Crazy X Pod Friends. Uh, we will see you again in the new new year, new season.
my Instagram is the same, but I've been taking Instagram break, but that's never true for that long. <laughs> it's Cascot Online, uh, K-A-T-S-C-O-T-T Online, uh, or you can find me on Be Real at Cascot Online or <laughs> Letterboxd. It's just the name Cat Scott. I don't know how that works, but I got a letterbox really early, so I guess that's how. Um, Snagged it before all those other cats got. Yeah, I think I got it in like 2014 or something. Whoa. Um, had it long before I did. And that's all they wrote. Amazing. Uh, yeah, I'm TV's Kevin Lane again on all the stuff. Uh, you know, uh, patreon.com slash TV's Kevin, of course, for as little as $1 a month, you get this show a month early, you get uh, backlogs of a whole bunch a week of shit. Early, right? Not a month I, early. I meant a week. <laughs> I know what days are. I know what time is. Uh, you can call me the Time Wizard. Uh, everyone's favorite TV's Time Wizard. TV's Time Wizard. Uh, we're rebranding. So uh, you're not the president of Netflix anymore. No, I was fired. <laughs> oh my gosh, I no, I was fired because... Yeah, during the layoffs. I was fired because I said we should put Glass Onion in theaters for one week only. <laughs> And we lost millions and millions of dollars on that. You lost $390 million. Yeah. 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 Uh, so good job, me, uh, president of Netflix, but I'm taking Shrimp College to rival streaming services. I'm <laughs> shopping it around. I think it's time. We're going to bring it back. Uh, and, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, and TV's Kevin Lanigan on the social media where you will see updates on this alleged rom-com that I keep bringing up and I will eventually have to make make good on all these times of bringing it up uh and yeah we'll see you in 2023 uh where we will make you the listener tell us your new year's uh resolutions and if you do not keep them throughout the year we'll be very mad at you we will be disappointed which is worse i'll send us your new year's resolutions we'll read them on the show uh yeah send in letters i would love to i would love to see letters i would love to see any proof that anybody listens um, you won't and, get it from me. <laughs> and I know that's very clear. So I need any other kind of proof because <laughs> Kevin will never show me the analytics. Nope. Um, sorry. No graphs, no charts, no nothing. Time wizard. Yeah, time wizard. I didn't mean to misgender you. Um, time <laughs> wizard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I get to make stupid pronoun jokes. Absolutely. No one else can. Nope. And that's my superpower as a non-binary person. Uh, That's my secret cat. Oh, I was going to write, this is a letter to Future Cat. Hey, I know on other podcasts, I was like, I hope you're dating someone. I hope you're, whatever. But I hope in 2023, you're just being yourself. And you're doing your best in your thesis and life. And hopefully you're still alive. Um, If you're not, that's okay. Um, (laughs) I think you will be. Uh, Probably. I don't know. I don't know what the future holds. But this is a hello and you're doing great. You know what? Future cat, let go and let God. <laughs> That's a wrap. <laughs> You've been tearing me up for a week and a half. I don't mean like in my heart. I mean physically, you've been tearing me up. It's D-Day in my lady parts. But as I'm begging for more, riding around on the floor, I feel something deep inside I never felt before. Oh my God, I Cause while I'm getting spanked, I can't ignore the free
I like you. Why can't I just focus?